Hello, and welcome to the Lair of Lore. This is episode number 23. I am Steven. And I'm Miriam. And we're here to talk about Amonkhet spoilers, mostly because we've spent the past hour, Jesus, uh, talking crap about pretty much everything that isn't magic. So, gotta talk about something magic. I just realized I'm a little out of focus. We're now more out of focus. Yay! Okay, okay. Hang on. Better! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Damasu. So. Alright, let's see. We are going to talk about... uh, Oh, that's so much better. Yeah, we are going to talk about spoilers, because we actually have not talked about spoilers at all. No, we haven't. Last week we didn't record, because I think you were sick. I was sick. And now I'm sick. Not my fault. But I'm sick in such a way that I can record. So that's always nice. Yeah, that that tends to make things just a little bit better. Uh, Um... We are going to continue not talking about the invocations because, while a lot of their art is very pretty, damn it, their art boxes are really, really tiny. Yeah, that's invoca- very true. I like the invocations. I still... I'm yes, we, we argued about that on yeah. the last episode we recorded. I'm still going to argue, yes, the art boxes are too small, and I feel like they definitely picked the extreme example, and I feel like from mm-hmm. now on they will probably do something between this and... <laughs> The other, what are they called? Uh, masterpieces from previous sets. I feel like the other awesome. masterpieces. It's a learning experience. Yeah, the other masterpieces were a little bit too boring, to be completely honest, in their art st- or like in their design. So I mm-hmm. think they're going to go for a middle. Fair enough. Um, do, 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 do. So we are actually just going to be running through some of the cards that have stood out to us in Amonkhet in general. I mean, for sure, we're going to try and get through all the mythics today. Uh, mm-hmm. Any gods that are officially announced. There are a couple yep. of legendary creatures that I'm just like, heck yes, they look awesome. Gideon still looks like a tool. Gideon does look like a tool. But with correct face. Yes, yes, this is the one that has the correct face. That doesn't look like just a standard white dude with brown hair. Yep. Uh, we are not going to be talking about any of the story articles, because we'll probably just do a big cover, a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably next week, because this week... I think number four just came out. It's better. It like we've tended to do like half and half. Yeah. Just to get it on top of that, just I th- to, like all the story. I think Friday is the end of spoilers, right? Like the whole set goes live on Friday. I think. Ah, uh, that makes sense because pre-release is the twenty-second. Yeah, because there's usually a week or two in between. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that yep. okay. So Friday is totally the end of spoilers. So we're just gonna go and do our very nearly end of spoilers thing right here. Just kind of our normal. It's like what we normally do here, where it's like, hey, we like this card. It's pretty. Yeah. What does it do? It does a thing. It does many does this things. Thing? This is a cool thing. It does the coolest of things. Some of them are uh, broken. Right yes. now. So I did not think about this until I think I was listening to, uh, I want to say the mana pool, <clears throat> in that there's a weird sudden issue with uh, multiple planes having snake or uh, cats crossed with things. Uh, Interesting. So, oh, oh, that's true, because there is have, the have cat see, god. No, no, have you seen... So, back on Kaladesh, I don't remember what they were called, but we had cat monkeys. What? There were, like, two of them. But on this plane... Hang on. We have a prowling... Uh, I'm going to mispronounce this so hard. Uh, Serpapard, that is a cat snake. I am now... I'm going to find it really quick. Yeah, I am now 100... What color is it? it? They were... One of them was green, I don't remember. Just look up cat okay. monkey MTG. There's only two of them. I literally looked up Kaladesh Cat Monkey. 
The Wily Bandar. Yeah, the Bandars. That was it. There were two of them. The Wily and the Scrounging. That, that is really grotesque okay. looking. That, that Actually, looking at it doesn't matter. Come back to me where we're talking about. Okay. I'm standing by, and I don't know if it's true, but I like the conspiracy theory now that Momir Vig spark ignited and he's just screwing with all of the planes. Awesome. Oh, the prowling serpapard. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Momir Vig, for those who don't know, was the leader of the Simic uh, ten-something years ago. Mm-hmm. The Simic being... Oh, shit, you actually can't see the symbol on my wall. Hang on. Oop, wrong way. Them! The, them! Them be Simic. The green-blue faction on Ravnica. Their old incarnation had a habit of splicing things that should never be combined together, uh, mostly led by Momir Vig, because Vig was nuts. So I'm standing by this conspiracy conspiracy theory that his spark ignited and he's running around shoving cats into things that don't need cats. Nice. Not nice. That's kind of, like, awkward. It's also just a good card. Uh, Yes, uh, I have it up right now because I pulled it. It's uh, Uh... one generic, two green, creature, cat, snake. It's a 4-3 and uh, prowling serpapard can't be countered. And creature spells you control can't be countered. That's kind of cool. it will not be... (laughs) You think he got eaten by Experiment Kraj. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. That story was weird. I have one weird. as a pet, is my question. I don't think you want one as a pet. I think it's the size of a I tiger. Just, I don't know. It just, it looks nice, and I would pet it, and it would eat my enemies. I don't know. You were clearly I'd, mad, but okay. Again, three three midterms, mm-hmm. and not a lot of sleep. Well, then let's run back up to uh, White at the very beginning and start running Wonderful. through our... Yeah, the storybook Top says... down, make it easy. The storybook says he was eaten, but they've also contradicted their own story on multiple occasions now, seeing as Nyssa is no longer an elf racist. Uh, so hmm. I believe the first one is the first one here, Angel of Sanctions. Do you want to grab that one? Oh, hello. So... Uh, for three generic and two white, the Angel of Sanctions is a three-four creature angel. Angel of Sanctions has flying. When Angel of Sanctions enters the battlefield, you may exile target non-land permanent and opponent controls until Angel of Sanctions leaves the battlefield. You can also embalm this creature. So, so for that's five not, no, generic, no, 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 don't read through embalm because it's the same on everyone. He has embalm. We went over embalm, remember? Did we? Oh, we yeah. did, didn't we? Embalm is a pain in the Got ass. It. We're not going to read it every time, but it has an embalm. We, it's of, got embalm. Yeah, it has an embalm of uh, five and a white. Five and a white zombie angel. White zombie cool. angel. Uh, white zombie angel. I feel cool. like I've seen the art for it, and it's a little bit strange. If I recall correctly, the wings are not wrapped up. No, but they're really pretty. Yeah, because it still has flying, really so delicate. I guess it still needs the wings. Yeah, they look almost iridescent. Yeah, I Just mean, pretty. that would sort of make sense, assuming that they have anything remotely close to uh, bird biology. Because mm-hmm. don't birds nice secrete and shiny. A, an oil to keep water off of their wings? They do. They do. <laughs> I mean, it's like on top of down feathers, so that also keeps them toasty. But yeah. yeah. Uh, what's next? Well, for one, I wanted to talk on... Okay, actually, there's a couple here on the way that I would like to talk about. One, because it's dumb. It's so dumb, and I love it. Approach of the Second Sun. So for six and a white, it is a rare sorcery that is beautiful and in fact actually mentions it's a... Like Tatooine. And it mentions a thing that we have read about in the stories, just very briefly, uh, that the hour of... Well, it's they're calling it the hours in the story, but seeing as they already told us the next set is the hour of devastation, it's pretty safe mm-hmm. to assume that the hour of devastation is coming when the Second Sun fits in the, like, bow of the horns. 
Yeah, because is... in the it mentions that it doesn't move the unmoving second sun. Yeah, well, I think it's not so much that it doesn't. I it makes zero sense, but somehow it ends up between the horns. Who knows? Terrifying. Um, but that's what approach of the second sun is. Uh, if approach mm-hmm. of the second sun was cast from your hand and you've cast another spell named approach of the second sun this game, you win the game. <gasps> yeah. Otherwise. Put Approach of the Second Sun into its owner's library, 7th from the top, and you gain 7 life. So that first ability, only... You check for the first ability first. Oh my god, that if, that's evil. I love it. If any of the it. effects on that first ability do not trigger, then you get the second effect. That's cool. So remember that you can cast the first version from anywhere. Mm-hmm. The second version has to come from your hand. If you have some way of decreasing the cost of a spell in your hand, that's fine. You can't cheat it out with flashback or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It has to be cast from your hand. So just keep that in mind. Otherwise, I love it. I like these stupid uh, alternate win conditions. <laughs> nice. Um, do we still um, want to talk about the cartouches? Yeah, because you brought that up. So there, uh, So these are enchantments. And the first one is the Cartouche of Solidarity for one white... Um, enchant creature you control. When Cartouche of Solidarity enters enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 white warrior creature token with vigilance. Enchanted creature gets plus 1, plus 1, and has first strike. Uh, That's kind of cool. They all also tend to interact with the trials. Every color it looks like is going to have a trial, Mm -hmm. uh, which are enchantments that do something relatively minor when they enter the battlefield, and then when a cartouche enters the battlefield, they get bounced back to your hand so you can play them again. Yeah. At least all the ones I've seen do, but I've only seen, like, two of them. Yeah, cartouche. I mean, there's a... Words are hard, damn it. Uh, yeah. It's it's been a really fun long day. It has. So long. I'm good, though. I'm good. I'm good. So, (laughs) up next, I think, is Gideon of the Trials. So, really quickly... Yeah. Yes. This Gideon was not intended to be in standard at the same time as uh, Zendikar Gideon. Maybe they should have stuck with their original plan and not decided to undo it after not even one full rotation, but whatever. He's not that great. Calm the hell down. You'll, uh, Miriam, you'll understand once we get to his final ability. Yeah. So, for one generic and two white, he's a three loyalty planeswalker with... Well, he's a Planeswalker Gideon, just in case that needed to be clarified. Uh, Plus one, until your next turn, prevent all damage target permanent would deal. In fact, I'm pretty sure Kiora did that. Thank you, uh, Podzolinibi... I can't pronounce that. I'm not even going to try. Welcome. I'll try in a second after I'm done reading Gideon. So, uh, until the end of your next turn, prevent all damage the target permanent would deal. That's what Kiora did originally, if I recall correctly. Uh, all the, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what Kiora did as her original plus one. Uh, then for zero, until end of next turn, Gideon of the Trials becomes a 4-4 human soldier creature with indestructible, that's still a planeswalker, prevent all damage that would be dealt to him this turn. Basically, his general always... Hey, I'm gonna go punch that guy now. Pretty much. Uh, and then that's that's Gideon. And then for zero, you get an emblem with as long as you control a Gideon Planeswalker, not this one, a Gideon Planeswalker, you can't lose the game and your opponents can't win the game. <laughs> so you're an asshole. Little bit, little bit, yeah. <laughs> Does that count for the swear jar? Uh, Asshole's not that bad. Uh, sorry, let me try and read this name again real oh, quick. Oh, hey, Manjestic. 
Podzolibinoptic. Let's go with that. Welcome. <laughs> so, yes, I know the whole Gatewatch thing is a little bit annoying because we keep getting the same planeswalkers over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I feel like eventually they've got to realize that's dumb and move away from it. Oh, Damasu. On the upside. Yeah, I mean, just. I, I kind of want to know more about other planes. Like, I get it. This is the Gatewatch. Yeah. On the upside, uh, we haven't had a Jace. We haven't had a Jace since Innistrad. No, we haven't. It was Jace uh, something of mines. Uh, uh, Seeker of mines. Was something it like Seeker? That. It was, I think it was, it was Jace Noir. Something of Jace Seeker. What is it? Jace Unraveler. See, have... It's Unraveler of Secrets. It's just okay. Jace Noir. Mm, right. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he'll be their second set, and yeah. I'm still hoping that Nicol Bolas is going to tear his mind apart. Uh, would you like to get the god, then? <laughs> sure. Um, so this is Oketra the True, who kind of resembles Bast. Um, so for three generic and a white, she is a, she, she is a legendary creature, god. Uh, for three six, she has double strike, indestructible. Oketra the True can't attack or block unless you control at least three other creatures. For three generic and a white, create a white a one one white warrior creature token with vigilance. Not bad. I like it. Not bad. I like at all. her. No, and like I know we're gonna go more over the stories later, but I think her whole fellowship and people working together. So the whole like she can't really attack or block unless you have three other creatures makes sense. Yeah. Story-wise. And I feel like we should go over the whole um, god thing for this set. I agree that I really like these gods better than the Theros ones because you never run into a weird instance where they're just not a creature this turn. Yes, they can't always attack and block, but they're always a creature. They're always Mm -hmm. around. They're always paying attention. It's just you need to do something to make them pay enough attention to go, oh, I guess I'll step into this fight, not just observe it. Yeah. Although, as some people have been very quick to point out, uh, they also can just drive a car at any time. Like any vehicle. Like, that doesn't require that they be able to attack or block. It's just, I'm going to press my little toe down on the accelerator and drive it at your face. Gothic disagrees with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with the Theros gods. (laughs) I like this design better, but I also like the difference between, like... Theros gods only exist because of the collective unconscious. These gods exist outside of that. So they're not literally powered by their own uh, worshippers' belief. Their Mm. worshippers basically just have to do something to get their attention so that they'll show up and help them. Yeah, but it's not like they're powered by them. Yeah. In fact, they're they're basically the exact opposites. I don't need you. I'm going to stand right up Mm -hmm. here. Do you need me? Prove that you need me. Okay, fine, you need me. Pretty these much. gods do not exist because of Bolas. Uh, in fact, these gods existed before Bolas came here. In From what we know from the story so far, there were originally eight, three of whom may be dead. Who knows? None of the gods remember anything from before Bolas showed up. And pretty much every living person from before Bolas showed up is dead. And they're zombie-ish. I also gotta say that I really like... Uh, Protection of Hekma. Mm, let me find it really it's quick. It's right next to Oketra. Oh, yeah. Just Protection because, of Hekma. Uh, apparently, I kind of doubt multicolored gods next set because the whole thing is that there were only eight gods total. Mm-hmm. Three of them are probably dead. Um, so They're that, missing. Yeah. 
Uh, the Hecma is basically a barrier that it seems like either the gods or Bolas, probably Bolas, mm-hmm. uh, erected around the like city because there's only one city really. Yeah, think uh, like inverted bowl on yeah. top of this glass bowl on top of the city that keeps out weather and the cursed, who are basically yeah. Whenever you die on this plane, no matter who you are you turn into a zombie. If you die outside the city, you turn into the cursed, who are the black line zombies. If you die within the city and weren't bad, uh, or their version of bad, you get made into a mummy and basically serve the living population. Mm -hmm. I just like this because it's really hard to see because the art is kind of tiny, uh, that you can see the like hordes pressed up against it. Just like, Mm -hmm. we're going to get in. And there looks like a sandstorm in the background. So even better. So it's also keeping out the weather. Mm Mm-hmm. It is like a uh, metropolis. Yeah. But, like, perfect. Um, Really quick, I know it's not a legend, but uh, Tall Crop Elite. I just really like the details in this one. Mm -hmm. It's so colorful. Like, Kaladesh was really cool art style, but the colors on this, in this set, are so freaking vibrant. I love them. They are. Especially because we don't have the whole... Cityscape. We have a much older set, like setting that some parts of it have been built mm-hmm. recently, but most of this is just ancient civilization. Yeah. So way fewer ceilings. We're getting way fewer interior shots. Mm-hmm. Just, I just beautiful. like it. it's so pretty. It's, it is so pretty, and like ugh, those like super super vibrant colors. Like for me, I I love vibrant colors and even just like I guess with the Egyptian uh influence on it, you get those like really rich like enamel and inlaid stone colors that are just so pretty. And they're crisp. Really quickly, I did not Sorry, disable art your art boner. Yeah, no, no. Just really quickly, I did not disable your make it rain. You made it rain and the result you got was failure. Now, so the one that I'm really looking forward to here that I just noticed and somehow I've been looking over this card going, oh, it's a rare, eh, and not realizing that I'd never read it. Uh, Regal uh, Caracal? Oh, yeah, 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 the Desert Kay. Cat. That, that's how you pronounce it, right? Caracal? Caracal. Okay, so for three generic and two white, it's a rare creature cat. It's a 3-3. Three, three. So far, eh. However, Cat Tribal! Other cr- <laughs> other cats you control get plus one, plus one, and have lifelink. Whenever Regal Caracal enters the battlefield, create two one-one white cat creature tokens with lifelink. Wow. It's cat tribal. It makes me happy. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know why. Just the stupid cat tribal <laughs> makes me really happy. Uh, do you, do you want to grab your uh, next card? And I am going to see if I can do a real quick tweak to our display. I mean, I'm going to just pop down into blue right now. Okay, do you want to grab the next mythic then? Blue. Yes. So this is an enchantment called As Foretold. Um, crazy hand gestures included. Um, <laughs> so for two generic and a blue... Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, put a time counter on as foretold. Once each turn, you may pay zero rather than paying the mana cost for a spell you cast with converted mana cost X or less, where X is the number of time counters on as foretold. Sweet. Makes things cheap. Uh, But beyond that, that's like, okay. Um, it looks like there are some sort of, well, there, it looks like there's drakes in here as well as probably no true dragons, but there's a drake right now, uh, called the angler drake which is next to it i mean just that's kind of cool for like creatures um 
There's another cartouche. Oh, actually, heading back up, because we were talking about cart- uh, possibly having connections to the Trials. Um, since we didn't talk about it, Trial of Solidarity, which is a white. Uh, it's two generic and a white. It's an enchantment when Trial... Um, Oh, yeah, this actually ties in. When Trial of Solidarity enters the battlefield, creatures you control get plus one, uh, plus two, plus one, and gain vigilance to the end of turn. When a cartouche enters the battlefield under your control, return the Trial of Solidarity to a owner's hand. You will succeed as one or fail as many. Mm. Yes. So it looks like there are, like, the cartouches do uh, interact with the trials. In general, they do. I just, yeah. I haven't read over all the trials, so I didn't want to commit fully to that being true uh basically cartouche of knowledge trial of knowledge I think no 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 kind of uh, all of them with. no no they, yeah. if they, they do not react with specific cartouches they react to oh a cartouche entered the battlefield do it yes no, no no i'm just saying like there is yeah. trials no, no no okay yeah I'm, I'm not saying that i'm saying i have not read every trial i don't know if every single one of them has the cartouche ability i'm assuming they do yes but um, well, I don't want to be I mean, proven too wrong if that's not if that's like a lie. I'm yeah. just making a bold and possibly false assumption. Sweeping statements. Yeah, pretty much. No, no, no. I need it smaller. No. <laughs> uh, Gothic. I guess if you want a crab thing, there is the ancient crab, which is a creature. I, I just popped over to chat and saw something about crab tribals, and I'm like, oh, there is a crab. There is no crab uh, tribal. There is no crab tribal. There is no crabs, but there is a crab. Sing- no, no, there's, there's a crab. crab. There's no crab tribal. That's yes. a very important distinction. Sorry, I'm trying to get this set up real quick and dirty No worries. I will keep going then. I've almost got it, I think. Rather than silence. Cartouche of knowledge! Um, so for a generic and a blue, you get the uh, cartouche of knowledge. Enchant creature you control. When cartouche of knowledge enters the battlefield, draw a card. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, and has flying, which totally makes sense because uh, the god that is on this uh, is like, it's, his, his name is Kefnet the Mindful, which is another mythic, but I will leave that one to Steven. Oh, thank um, you. But he is kind of, he, he's like Thoth. Thoth? Thoth. It's T-O-H-T. It's, it's pronounced Thoth. Thoth. Um, which, if I remember in Egyptian mythology, is the god of knowledge he and wisdom. Is. Specifically, uh, if I recall correctly, he brought writing to the Egyptian people. Yes. In the same way so, that uh, Odin did. Uh, sorry, yeah. what, which one are you looking at right now? Um, I missed the card. I, so I looked at the cartouche of knowledge and then scrolled down to make a connection to Kefnet the Mindful. Oh, okay. Which I actually think is the next... Yep, I think is the next mythic. Okay. So if you'd like to take that, uh, it's like... Three, two rows down. Yep, I got them right here. Perfect. So, Kefnet the Mindful. Sorry, I was trying to get our uh, a card image thing working. It's entirely manual, oh, but... I see it now. Yeah. Cool. So, Kefnet the Mindful. For two and a blue, he is a legendary creature god. He is a mythic rare 5-5 five, five, with flying indestructible, and Kefnet the Mindful can't attack or block unless you have seven or more cards in hand. However, he has pay three and a blue... Draw a card. You may then return a land to uh, <clears throat> you control to your to its owner's hand. Uh, I kind of like it. So I, for, I think we forgot to mention that all of the gods can't attack or block unless a condition is met. Yeah. They all have some activated ability that enables that condition to be met more easily. Exactly. So in his case, he could add two cards to your hand if you, if you need to. Mm-hmm. But 
you don't have to bounce a land to your hand. That part is a May yeah. trigger. Or like for an example of Oketra, it's like she yeah, can't she attack her block unless there's three other creatures. Well, you can create creatures. And I don't you think it requires tapping, order. so if you have enough mana, you can make all three in one turn. Yep. And then it's like, skadoosh! They are not reskins of Theros. They are Egyptian gods, which means that you have a weird intersection, because a lot of Egyptian and uh, Greek gods have some amount of overlay, because mm-hmm. they were civilizations that spoke and met with each other. Oh god, there's like a staircase that looks like, oh, what is it? It's Escher. Like an Escher staircase. Uh, I don't know. Look at, look at decision paralysis. Uh, oh, right, it's, it's probably like, bad. Oh, God. Hang on, let me th- make sure that this is over in our image thing. Uh, yeah, no, that is definitely an Escher painting. Yeah, it looks like the Escher staircase. I'm going to assume that like that's an... probably part of uh, Kefnet's trial then. Mm-hmm. So all of the gods have some trial... It's not mm-hmm. clear what exactly they all are, but apparently they are not fun, and everyone is actively training to do them at all times, because yep. all manual labor is done by mummies. Um, I don't mm. think there's a t- too many others. Okay, there, okay, there's a little hint about it. Um, dependence on luck is anathema to Kefnet's rigorous studies. Those who hope to escape his maze by chance never succeed. So I think it is kind of like a labyrinth. Yeah. So um, and like an Eshirian labyrinth, um, but... You have to, like, know things to get out of it. I'm just noticing that one card that I was looking to talk about is not here, so let me uh, see if I can find it really quickly. I just don't know who spoiled it today. Okay. Uh, I think that's the right one. Yeah, again, just, like, total art boner. Nope, that is not the right one. Damn it. I'm t- I've there's got the a, biggest art boner. There's a blue uh, vizier who is spoiled today, and I don't remember what its name is, that does a... Is it Vizier of the Tumbling Sands? It's not in the card image gallery. That's why oh, I'm having okay. to find it. Mm. Uh, it's a blue one. Oh, well. Okay, don't worry. We'll talk about it next week when the full thing is done. Yes. Oh, Vizier of Many Faces. Of Many Faces. Thank you. That was it. For some reason, Found I just... It. Uh, uh, it's on Mythic Spoiler, like, six or seven cards down. I know, but I'm trying to find the people who actually spoiled it today. Oh, okay. Well, I found it, so it exists. Which apparently is going to be a foolhardy effort. God damn it. Oh, wait, sometimes Reddit includes sources. Uh, that's not helpful at all. God damn it. Basically, uh, Vizier of Many Faces, which I'm trying to show, is a really nice card. Nope, they are not giving sources, you lazy monsters. So we might have to talk about it next week in detail, or at least show I mean, it. I'm just going to do a quick run-through of it, yeah. it's Okay, because I found it. No, I've, I found it too. It's just, oh, Mario not spoiled true. it. That monster. It's, I assume that that means he spoiled it on Twitter, which means it's a pain in the ass to go find. So I'm just going to read it off. The Vizier of Many Faces for two generic and two blue is a creature shapeshifter cleric, and is a 0-0. Zero, zero. And has a very strange ability, which I... Sorry, part of its ability makes little sense to me. So... Uh, You may have Vizier of Many Faces enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield, except, sorry, up to that point, totally normal clone effect. Totally normal price for it, too, actually. Except, if Vizier of Many Faces was embalmed, the token has no mana cost, it's white, and is a zombie in addition to its other types. So basically, for some reason, this has the embalm trigger on it twice. Or not the embalm trigger, but like the embalm effect on it twice. I guess because it comes in as the weird uh, embalm token and then turns Mm -hmm. into the thing, and then it needs to have the effect applied again. 
Also, its art is pretty sweet, because it looks like it's pretending to be an angel after it's dead. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, and something with ram horns while she's alive. Yeah, that's that's the interesting part. Yeah. They're very ghostly. Spec- spectral. Spectral. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, well, which one would you like to read up next? Well, I suppose we can just head down the line as necessary. I mean, there is trial of knowledge as well. But um, I think the yeah. lot of, the trials tend to be even less interesting than the cartouches because they just yeah. do a thing, then you bounce them back, and they do a thing again. Yep. So let's, let's move on to Cruel Reality, which I think is the next mythic. Yep. So Cruel Reality for five generic and two black. It is an enchantment, an aura curse. Enchant player. At the beginning of each enchanted player's upkeep, that player uh, sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. If the player can't, he or she loses five lives. Five lives? As Five lives. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Life became lives. Uh, as Gideon watched the initiate murder his crop mate, his admiration of the city of Noctimoon gave way to horror. Okay, so the groups that they're in, like they're their training groups are called crop mates. Um, so essentially, like, he just murdered one of his fellow, like, trainees well, that he's been training with for ages. Gideon also doesn't seem to get this whole, they're brainwashed, you goober. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, he's very, as, as like, a very, like, enthralled with the city. Okay, so quick rundown. Yeah. He's from yeah. Theros. He's used to the gods being this almighty force that sits on high and at random, will destroy an entire city because at yeah. some point they maybe slighted him. Mm. Whereas on this plane, the gods are walking down the streets. They're and, just like, hey guys, And have a way to actively interact with their people. And in fact, mm-hmm. will listen whenever you have to have questions to ask. So he's yeah. doing the trials to try and like start working with this. Mm-hmm. He just seems to have forgotten that one of them is black aligned. Death. Yeah. Death. So that yeah. that was a little bit creepy. A little bit. It actually is just I making doing that. It's actually making me think of a thing in the most recent Dresden Files book. Uh, copy image. Which means I need. That reminds me. I need to put uh, the f- to it. Uh, you derped out for almost all of that. Dresden Files. Yeah. My phone. Gotta listen to it. Need a new audiobook because I just finished the last one that I was listening to. Ah, good. And I don't get another credit for. Take another two weeks on Audible? Probably. So the Something next one like that. I actually want to talk about is... <laughs> I also feel that, quote, on a spiritual level, uh, strangely, despite <laughs> the murloc noises, I'm not the one who made that one. I'm still surprised. Uh, Archfiend of Inferi. Or Inferi, mm, sorry. If, Ifner. Ifner? Ifner. I-F-N-I-R. Ifner. I feel like that's a hard E sound, but... If near, If near, yeah. Ifnir. We'll go with uh, Ifnir. I just like this because Not holy crap, look at that. It's beautiful. It's a little creepy. It is like a creepy. lot of creepy. For three it's generic like... and two black, it is a 5-4 creature demon with flying. It has cycling, which is one of the new, well, not new, the uh, evergreen mechanics for this set, uh, where you can pay two, discard it, and draw a card. However, it also has, <clears throat> whenever you di- cycle or discard another card, Put a minus one, minus one counter on each creature your opponents control. Ooh, so you're that's just like, nasty. all of you die. Die. And I like how it's clear that this is way out beyond the, uh, what's it called? The Hexen H. 
Yeah, Hekma. Hekma. But there was apparently civilization out here because it's standing on what is definitely not a natural structure. No, I mean there's an obelisk, which yeah. is like that's so, not man. That's not like so on that top doesn't of the fact that appear. yeah, on top of the fact that this is beautiful art, like really beautiful art. It's scary. It's it, like it also really scary. It also proves that whatever Bolas did to this plane, he purposefully concentrated people in one area. Yeah, because like um, because they had civilization Dread... where they could live, and he's now exactly trapped like, them somewhere else. Look at Dread Wanderer. You can uh, see more ruins in the background. Yup. Hang on. Let me put that over here too. A zombie jackal. Yeah, I do also so. like that jackals are a race yeah. for this. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I did forget really quickly, Cruel Reality is a curse, which is yeah, a it is. subtype of aurora of auras that we have not seen since uh, Innistrad. I think there were a few new ones printed for a multiplayer product, but mm -hmm. I don't think they even announced this in the mechanics article. Just apparently this is a thing again. Hmm. Uh, would you like, I, I don't have a name for, she's not wearing hooker boots this time. It's like my queen. Oh, she's totally wearing hooker boots. You can see her her bent knee is leather. Yeah, but that might not be the same hooker boots, so I can't say indefinitely, hey, would you like to talk about Miss Hooker Boots? Liliana, queen of the cleavage in the hooker boots. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Actually, I think her real queen. name. I think her real card name works totally fine in this case. <laughs> Liliana, death's majesty. And let's be honest, she is a total queen in this Re one. Really I quickly, I just want to point out that there's a really funny instance in one of the stories. Uh, where they're basically waking up in a... Like, for some reason, they were staying at... Uh, the the Gatewatch themselves were staying at, like, a hotel or someone's house or something. Oh, you mean, like, in the... Is, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's actually, like, a, a training barracks. I think so. And basically, uh, they wake up, and one of them says the word breakfast, and a mummy just walks in carrying bread and, like, beer, beer. or something, sets it down in front of them, and everyone immediately goes, Oh, shit, a zombie! And gets ready to attack it. And I think the bedroom was, like, uh, not Gideon. They share uh, a wall or something. No, like, no, uh, so it was, it was Jace and Chandra and Nissa in one room. And Chandra immediately, like, beats on the wall and shouts, Is this one of yours? And Liliana's just like, Not mine! Not mine! Because <laughs> immediately they're all just like, Shit, it's a zombie, it's gonna eat us! Turns out, nope, totally not going to eat us. And it's just like, nope, just dust <laughs> things off, make sure everything's like nice and neat and order. It doesn't even dust things yeah. off. It just walks over, sets down the tray, and sort of goes, oops, better make sure that that cup doesn't quite fall, and fixes it, and then walks back out while all of like, them are ready to attack it. Yeah. She is my queen, the queen of the leather boots. I love that like, that does mean that apparently Gideon was staying in the same room with uh, Liliana, which proves that someone in the gate watch has a sense of humor. Well, no, actually, everyone... So there's a whole... Like, Chandra makes a joke about, like, well, why does Liliana get her own room? Because she basically takes a bedroom and it's like, mine, and then everyone else stays in the other room. Oh, okay. So she's just being her usual, like, diva self. I can... Re you know what? I can always respect a good diva. Well, would you like <laughs> to read this one? Sure, and I'll do the one next to it, because I think that also ties in beautifully. Okay, well, give me a minute uh, before like you do that text. one. Okay, okay, do you have Liliana up? Oh, I've got Liliana up, I just don't have okay, her mastery perfect. up until you're done. So, Liliana, Death's Majesty. 
for three generic and two black. Uh, she's a planeswalker, so at plus one, create a two-two black zombie creature token. Put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard. At minus three, return target creature from your graveyard to the battlefield. That creature is a black zombie in addition to its other colors and types. Excuse me, at minus seven, destroy all non-zombie creatures. And she starts that at five. So, Liliana, my queen. I mean, to be fair, it would be really hard to get down to that minus seven. Um, but not really. Still. I mean, it's. I don't know. I feel the, like it would be harder. It's. I feel like it's something you want to get. You want to get rid of her. Oh yeah. Before she gets there. And on top of um, that, she has a minus ability that doesn't immediately kill her. Yeah. Like which I, is kind of cool. Again, a five mana planeswalker tends to be a touch expensive for a lot of the things you want to be doing. Yeah. But I feel like she's going to be very powerful. And I like Mm -hmm. how she doesn't even need a zombie deck to function. She just brings her own zombies. Or you just have to have creatures. She'll get you a big stonking creature and just make it a zombie. What more could you want? Think about how much of this plane has is dead. Is like dead already. So it's like, oh look, she has like, she's got like, ooh, a zombie here and a zombie there. I don't look more zombies. Which I think is kind of the theme of the next card, Liliana's Mastery. Yup, hang on. I'm totally giving you your minute that you need. There we go. Okay, so Liliana's Mastery is an enchantment. uh, Four generic, three, and two black. Zombies you can control get plus one, plus one. When Liliana's Mastery enters the battlefield, create two, two, two black zombie creature tokens. And then the flavor text I just love. Mm -hmm. There are so many of them. It seems they've just been waiting for someone to serve. Diva... Diva. My one concern Sorry. is we had the big cycle of expertises last mm-hmm. set. I'm just afraid that we'll end up with, in the same way that every time someone joins the Gatewatch, we get their uh, oath that mm-hmm. every time we go somewhere where someone is particularly like skilled, we're going mm-hmm. to get their mastery, which I like the idea of, but at the same time, it feels like they're doing that whole stretch a cycle over multiple blocks thing that they did for a while. Okay. Like, technically, there's a cycle of legendary lands that's stretched over four different sets. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that they don't do that. I'm just pointing out that it feels like that might be a strange thing that they're heading towards. With this whole semi-continuous story with a bunch of active people. Remember when the whole thing about the Gatewatch was that they were going to be spread out and doing stuff in pockets and in groups? Yeah, nope, that didn't happen. So, I'm... They're just going to get raffle-stomped by Bolas and then start doing that, right? Right? I feel like that's what is supposed to happen. Okay. As long as or there's something me. is going to happen and all of the people come to the raid in this big, giant, magical... Uh, that's, I hope not. That seems a bit I, too they need easy. To get, they need to get their asses kicked hard here. A little bit. I mean, they already just, came here after uh, uh, Ajani actively told them, don't, you idiots. And they're like, it's like literally, hold my beer, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the thing. Uh, and I'm just like, okay, you you guys, no. Just no. See you, Gothic. Enjoy killing your Omnics. Uh, Have fun. So, Cartouche of Zeal is up next. Oh my god, this Cartouche is so pretty. I love the ruby. Just and the Ew. so funny thing. Uh, rubies, sapphires, and something else are all actually the exact same gemstone. Just different uh, mineral content, right? Uh, or something if like I that? recall correctly, I want to say it's a different crystal structure. They're actually the same Ew. gem, and it's just a very minor change. Um, awesome. Which is 
I'm just pointing that out because there's sort of a fade to blue on the edges of Ooh. the cartouche, and then there's blue on top. It just looks really nice. I also like the gold overlay, and there's blood on this cartouche, which is a little bit worrying. It's uh, Anubis, if I remember correctly. Is Anubis is red. Uh, I don't think it's really Anubis. Well, it's, it's sorry. Anubis... Because, no, no, because Anubis's analog is black. Then who is this one? This one is uh, a jackal. Well, no, see, black was Sobek. I think it was... So yeah, it was Sobek. Um, if you yeah. look at Trial of Ambition, it's the crocodile-headed god, which is Sobek. Yes. However, yes. they just did a minor swap. Yeah. He is Anubis. Yes. Because uh, the red one does nothing related to Anubis at all. It just happens mm. to be jackal-related. Agreed. Yeah. They Image just... of Anubis doesn't actually do Anubis stuff. Also, not even that much Anubis-y, more sun-like in their face. We'll show you in a minute. Uh, the mm -hmm. cartouche, though, very, very pretty. And for one red enchant creature you control, when Cartouche of Zeal enters the battlefield, target creature can't block this turn, and mm. the enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, and haste. The fifth cartouche of the is the final affirmation of glory, granted only to the worthy dead. Okay, sweet. The worthy dead in this case being the people who died having completed all of the trials. Oh, oh. okay. Huh. Yeah. Uh, up next, I believe, Do you just is... You just complete the trials and you die and that's it? I don't know. They haven't been clear on that yet. If you just die or if you complete the trials and then... They've made it clear that if you complete the trials when you die, you get some sort of extra... Uh, uh, not loyalty, but like affirmation. Godlike ability? No, I, I no, no. Know. It's not any power. It's honor hmm. that people point towards you, but it's not clear why or if there's any difference because you're dead or what. They haven't explained, okay. basically. There is some reason to complete the trials, and there is a bonus in what they perceive as the afterlife. What that bonus awesome. is, we don't know. Uh, do you want to take combat celebrant? Yeah, let me find it really quick. I had scrolled down a little bit to the bottom, okay. so I'm like, oh, where is this again? It's the Oh, this, this guy was on the... He... Okay. I, we've seen his art before. We did? Um, I don't recall seeing his I've art. Used, I've seen his art on... Uh, it keeps popping up oh, on my page. He might be on a card. On the, I think, not a card. A, uh, the, the pack. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Because I recognize his face. Um, okay, so Combat Celebrant for two generic and a red is a creature human warrior. If Combat Celebrant... Oh, excuse me. For 4-1. If Combat Celebrant hasn't been exerted this turn, you may exert it as it attacks. When you do untap all other creatures you control... And after this phase, there is an additional combat phase. And ex uh, so an exerted creature won't untap during your next untap step. Yeah. But I was we wondering over, what that was. We went over exert. Yeah. So brain, brain fart over here. Ex exert is the ability wherein you can uh, basically make a creature not untap the next untap step and get some extra benefit out of it. He solely mm -hmm. has that ability so that you can't do sneaky, cheaty things, untap him, and get an endless loop of combat tr uh combat yeah that would be terrible yeah and it should be said he already has one stop gap in place and that his first exert doesn't affect him because mm -hmm. he doesn't untap he untaps everyone else and gives them another combat sweet but so, not himself yeah so you'd have to be really cheated to get around it and just in case you thought of a way to do it they made sure you couldn't which is totally fair generally multi nice. multiple combats in a turn gets unfair very quickly <laughs> very much so um, um. I just want to point out Glorybringer, not for any significant amount of time, just more of a, hey, look, it's pretty, 
It's a crocodile dragon, damn it. Just d doesn't even matter what the card does. Just look at it. It's a crocodile dragon. Crocodile. Oh, Glorybringer? Yeah. Yes. So. With a flaming mouth. So scary. Uh, yes, everyone keeps talking about Harsh Mentor. It's really sweet. But I think everyone has heard about Harsh Mentor at this point, And frankly, the art isn't that great. Hello, Sakura Honda. Uh, Welcome. Hazaret the Fervent is up next for two generic and a red. It's a legendary creature god. 5-4. It's obviously a mythic rare, dang it. With indestructible and haste. However, that haste does not matter so much because Hazaret the Fervent can't attack or block unless you have one or fewer cards in hand. Though she does have the benefit of... Spend two generic and a red, discard a card, Hazaret the Fervent deals two damage to each opponent. So basically she turns every one of the cards in your hand into a burn spell, which is good because she wants to get rid of them. Nice. And even... I can dig it. And... As, and it, she's it, not that expensive, too. No, most of them are relatively inexpensive for their cost. Yeah. Or for their, That totally uh, makes sense, though, power. because the gods are more accessible. They're more accessible, but it's also you get the downside of they can't always attack or block. Yeah. Um... But it should also be pointed out, hey, she's a usable madness trigger, and a controllable Sweet. one, and madness is still here. Holy crap! I'm actually really happy about that. Um, Alright, so that was Hazaret. She does have- she is one of the ones who I have seen her invocation art, and mm. is the one that makes me the saddest that they don't have full art version of the invocation, because yeah. the invocation art, I think, is- way better than her starting art because it makes it much clearer that she is out among the people and being mm -hmm. awesome. Kick ass. Yeah, just really, really nice art. Uh, do, 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 do. Moving forward, moving forward. What is next? Um, um, it's more of, are there any cards that are jumping out to you so far in red? Because... I mean, the fact that there's just, like, this bloom of fire in Magma or, like, Soul Scar Mage, which is kind of terrifying. Uh, which one? Like... Uh, look at Soul Scar no, no, Mage. which one would you like me to like put up on the thing? I would love you to put up Soul Scar Mage, because that is some flashy artwork. Okay. That was a very angry man. Very angry, and he's got, like, swords of fire. So much fire. I love Leash of the Tangle. However, I am also a person to just build a stupid green ramp deck and laugh. I think I put him in an Omnath uh, EDH deck, and everyone hated it because it's Omnath. Uh, do you want to read off the Soul Scar Mage then, since you got him up? I would love to. So the Soul Scar Mage is one red creature, human wizard, uh, one two with prowess. If a non-creature, excuse me, if a source you control would deal non-combat damage to a creature an opponent controls, put that many minus one minus one counters on that creature instead. So basically, give every source of damage you control wither. Hell yep. yes. Like, yes. I can dig it. That's kind of awesome. It. It's wither, not infect. You can't complain that much. And you have to admit, that's, that's some freaking gorgeous artwork. It is. So much drama. Uh, up next. It's like, yes, kill. Is the cartouche of strength. Yes. This is a much simpler one, so I get the feeling it's probably an earlier one. Uh, it's pretty. For it's just... two generic and a green. I think this might be one of the more expensive cartouches. Uh... Enchant creature you control. When Cartouche of Strength enters the battlefield, you may have enchanted creature fight target creature an opponent controls. So get ready for fisticuffs, sir. Enchanted creature also gets plus one plus one and has trample. Hmm. So trample probably not mattering for the fighting, but the plus one plus one does. Yes. Actually, 
I feel like this might be two or three. Because hmm? it mentions that there are five cartouches and um, there are five trials. And that uh, the red one, Cartouche of Zeal, is the final one. I think it's also the only one with flavor text. Yeah, it is. I think it might be. It is. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what I'm try- in my brain, I'm trying to think of the cartouches. You have... Because I think... Hang on, hang on. You blanked out for all that. Damn it. Um, so you know how it's there's five cartouches... The, the last one is the red one. My brain is, like, going into, okay, well, what is the order then? It's probably because the I order think... you do the trials and they haven't established it, so we'll probably oh. find out. <laughs> well, damn it. I was like, oh, that would be so cool, because I feel like Solidarity is the first one. If you look at it, it's the most simple. It would sort of make sense, yeah. But at yeah. the same time, that's what white does, is always simple. Yeah. It's like, can you work as a team? Well, no, Solidarity would be the, can you work alone? Oh, I thought Solidarity was teamwork. Brain hurt. It's not so um, much. But no, it's yeah. can you? No, it's I, not even so much. Can you work alone or can you work together? It's can you stand by something? Yeah. Yeah. In solidarity. Um. Wow. Let's see. Green. Mm. So the. F- There's. Where is the next one? Uh, okay. The god. Yeah. Ronas the Indomitable. Got it up. Now I do. Okay. Cool. So Ronas the Indomitable for two generic and it's a green. It's a snake man. I, th- uh, I think it's a snake woman. Ta- but... Snake person. Snake god. Um, snake snake god. Uh, so it's a legendary creature, a god for 5-5, five, five, which has death touch and indestructible. Ronus the Indomitable can't attack or block unless you control another creature with power 4 or greater. For 2 generic and a green, another target creature gets plus 2, plus 0, and gains trample until end of turn. Yep, that seems pretty good. <laughs> It's, again, one of those, like, if you got the mana, build it yourself. Yeah, you could, actually. I just realized. Yeah. yeah. So. I, in For some reason, in my head, a, a bunch of the times you see an ability like that, it has a can-only-be-used-once-per-turn clause at the very end. So in yeah. my head, I just added that and went, yeah, I mean, that's still pretty good. You probably don't <sighs> want to be playing that many creatures that are only uh, one power. But no, like, anything. The next one I'm gonna put up just because, oh my god, the art is beautiful. I'm curious which one you're gonna put up. Uh, I'm going to put up, uh, Chef at Monitor. Because holy crap, that art is gorgeous! I was thinking you would. I like the sand. Yeah, I love this. Like, that it's sand just, is so cool. It's a massive lizard bursting through the sand, which also means, once again, hey, there's totally things alive outside the city, despite what, mm-hmm. uh, Bolas and his... Lackeys? I get The people who are aiding him in the brainwashing seem to be saying. His viziers? Yeah. For five generic and a green, it is a creature lizard. It is a 6-5 with cycling for uh, three and a green. Whenever you cycle Shefet Monitor, you may search your library for a basic land card or a desert card. Put it onto the battlefield. Shuffle your library. So it's basically a... Uh, wow, I just realized. That is a uh, uh, giant wart... Uh, what is it called? Hang on. Uh, I think it's a giant warthog? Nope. Mm. What am I thinking of? Uh, it's a warthog with cycling. Cool. No, it's not a warthog. It's, um... Sh- there it is. Crows and Tusker. That is a Crows and Tusker. Huh. Wow. Excited? I, I didn't even realize. So, Crows and Tusker, which, unfortunately, because it's not in the card image gallery, I can't give you a, the same way. Uh, for... Crows and Tusker is a classic, really, really good... Like, casual card. For 5 generic and 2 green, it's a boar beast. It's also a 6-5 with cycling of 2 and a green, which I think is one less. Yeah, one less. Uh, yeah. Whenever you cycle Curse and Tusker, you may search your library for a basic land, reveal that card, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. 
So you That's can... literally the exact same thing. No, it's not, because you can also look for a desert, whatever the hell a desert is. Um, is it just... Okay, hang it's on. It's probably now a land that we down. haven't seen yet. Yeah. Uh, we'll look at... The... Actually, yeah. Let's see. I think it's a, gene- it's a generic land. There's a sun-scorched uh, desert so far. That's the only one that's up there right now. So it's a new... And it's... It's a new land type, but it's not a basic land type. No. It's, um... No, it's a land type. No, no, hang on. I've got it. I've pulled it... I've, yeah, yeah, I can see the card right... I'm putting it up right now. It yes. is just a land it's type. A, yeah, it is a land card. No, no, it's a land type. Magic cards cannot search based on name unless they specifically say name. See how it says land desert? Yes. That means it is the land with the type desert, like mountain, forest, plains, those things. Mm-hmm. So it is... There will probably be more, but this also just gives them the option to add it to other stuff, either new cards that haven't come out yet or other cards in the past that probably would function as deserts. They usually don't do that, though. Uh, when Sunscorched Desert enters the battlefield, it deals one damage to target player, and you can tap it for a color- colorless mana. See, words are hard for you two today. <laughs> yeah, my mouth is drying out. It's not fun. Ah, I think we have one more rare before we get to just yeah. talk about the uh, legendary creatures who all look sweet. And the other yep. planeswalker. So it looks like it's Vizier of the Menagerie. Yes. Or three generic and a green. It is a Naga Cleric for 3-4. Sorry, I'm trying to actually... There we go. No worries. I lost the page, so I couldn't put it over <laughs> on this one. But ah, there he is. Okay, so you may look at the top card of your library. You may do this at any time. You may cast the top card of your library if it's a creature card. You may spend mana as though it were mana of any type to cast creature spells. You there, or did I derp? No, you're there. I'm there. Okay, nope. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I feel like this has been an effect, but, I mean, it's not a bad effect, so heck yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about before we move on to legendary creatures? No, I think we can just do the legendary creatures. Do you want to do the three Sweet. legendary creatures and then the planeswalker? Sure. Oh, uh, um, wait, really quickly. Sorry, I forgot one stupid thing. Uh, hey, yes, there's cycling lands. They're sweet. They have the basic land types. Don't sell them unless you're getting real good money for them. These are going to be worth a lot of, well, not a lot, but a fair amount of money. So, let's see. We've got Hapatra, Vizier of Poisons. Okay, well, uh, let's start off with her before we get too far in. Sounds good. Uh, Hapatra, Vizier of Poisons for a black and a green. The mm-hmm. legendary creature, Human Cleric. She's a 2-2. Whenever Hapatra Vizier of Poisons deals combat damage to a player, you may put a minus one, minus one co- uh, counter on target creature. So basically, she hits a player and then goes, Oi, you! Poke, poke! Uh, whenever you put one or more minus one, minus one counters on a creature, create a 1-1 one, one green creature. S- creature, snake... Whenever you put one or more minus one, minus one counters on a creature... Create a 1-1 green snake creature token with death touch. Her subtle smile is suffused with venom. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's creepy. Sweet. Very. Um, I like the sickly green tinge to everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, next is Neheb the Worthy. Hell for... yeah, minotaurs. Yes. Sorry. There are minotaurs here. Um for a generic, a black and a red, uh, legendary creature, Minotaur Warrior for two two. Uh, so it's got first strike. Other Minotaurs you control have first strike. As long as you have one or fewer card, uh, one or fewer cards in hand, Minotaurs you control get plus two plus zero. Whenever Neheb the Worthy deals combat damage to a player, 
Each player discards a card. Sorry. What was... Oh, I was I, like, what was that sound? I accidentally threw a bottle and it hit my ring and I did not realize. Uh, like... So I like this for the dumbest reason. Go right ahead. Holy crap, we finally have a good commander for Minotaur Tribal in EDH. Nice. Minotaurs are generally really shit in EDH, let's be honest here. The other issue is that if you're playing red-black, then you can't play the, like, two really good red-white minotaurs. Mm -hmm. Makes me sad. Still, <sighs> really good card. Yeah. Uh, so up right. next. Also, I really Isn't... like the flaming spear, by the way. Yeah, it's it's nice and dramatic. So up next, we have uh, Temet, vizier of Nakatum? Naktamun. 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 Uh, so for, wait, were they all two colors and two twos? Uh, yes. Oh, no. Yes, uh, they were. Well, Neheb cost one more, but he should definitely cost one more. Yeah. So, uh, legendary creature, human cleric for a blue and a white, is a 2-2. Two -two. At the beginning of your combat, uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, target creature token you control gets plus one, plus one until end of turn and can't be blocked this turn. That's a weird one, because usually when you're doing uh, a token deck, you're trying to go wide. I guess in this case, you're trying to go with, uh one big one and just adding a little bit of extra bonus on it mm -hmm. huh that just doesn't seem like that powerful of an effect mm. but i mean it does yeah i mean it, it's got I, embalm but yeah that's... i did forget the it has embalm of three generic and uh white blue it just doesn't seem that powerful like compared to the other two yeah because not... i mean have the worthy he's got some kick ass yeah, he's basically just, we are Minotaur, we hit everybody, and they die. And the other one is just adds value to dealing damage. Okay. This This just feels less, I guess? Meh? Yeah. Not Kinda bad, meh. just definitely less than the other two. But I guess just, that's gonna happen. Um, Sweet. Well, then, I assume you would like the last one. Sure. Uh, are you talking about Nissa, Steward of the Elements? I am. Well, hello, we got Nissa, Steward of the Elements. Uh, for a blue, a green, and X. So, it looks like for however many you pay for that generic, for those generics, is however much loyalty she, start, loyalty she starts with. Which is probably going to be kind of broken. Yeah. I feel so like, like, hey, you want to pay for a lot? She's going to start. I kind of hope that means we'll see a legitimate ramp deck with her at the head. Or with yeah. her as, like, the finisher. Nice. Because that'll be really nice. I don't know if that's a <laughs> thing. But I can hope. I can dream, damn it. Boy can dream. Um, so for plus two, scry two, at zero, look at the top card of your library. If it's a land card or a creature card with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of loyalty counters on this, you may put that card onto the battlefield. Sorry, uh, um, you blanked out after uh, loyalty counters on Nissa. Uh, Nissa, steward of the elements, you may put that card onto the battlefield. Okay. Um, and then at negative six... Untap up to two target lands you control. They become five... Oh my god. They become five five elemental creatures with flying in haste until the end of turn. I love They're that. still lands. I love that flying part, just in case... With flying. She's just like, you two, hit them! And they go, but how? We're, we're just land. And they just suddenly start floating and go, holy crap, this is awesome! And then they're still lands again at the end of the turn. I mean, they never stop being lands. Yeah, that's like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like the idea of her being a finisher for a ramp deck that basically gets to just go, hey, so uh, pay a bunch of mana, uh, what, eight mana, and hey, 
take 10 in the air. I like it. I mean, now that you can't do a stupid, cheaty thing with, um, what's it called? Uh, Emrakul. There isn't really a ramp deck right now, I don't think. And yes, that probably would work really well with Leash of the Tangle, though you'd end up with a weird timestamp issue, because doesn't Leash of the Tangle make every forest an 8-8 and... This would actually make them into five fives, so they would be five fives with flying in haste for one turn, and then go back to being eight eights because time stamps are weird and layers suck. Hmm. See, now I gotta look up Liege of Liege of Tangles because I'm not sure. What uh, Liege of the Tangle. Liege of the Tangle. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Hi there. Yeah. That's. Let me see if I can get his gatherer thing. No, yeah, that's not, like, creepy or anything. He's beautiful. What are you talking about? I don't mm. know. It just... The background looks really creepy to me. Uh, that's just Never. what the way that forests look on Mirrodin, because they're made out of metal. Number of target engines. Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. Yeah. 8-8 eight, eight green elemental. Yeah. <laughs> that's big. That's big. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah. that means we're just about done yeah. today, because we've talked about all the Amonkhet cards that mm -hmm. we're going after. So I think... I mean, maybe with a little bit further reflection, we might find some... Oh my god, this card is amazing! But then, like, for now, we really did hit a lot of the cards. Yeah, and we've already been going for about an hour or so. <clears throat> yes. And we may or may not have done an hour of pre-show for Patreon folks. I think we did like an hour and 15 minutes of pre-show, so yeah. it's a long pre-show today. So let's do a really quick uh, final thoughts and head on out of here. Uh, Miriam, you got anything? Mm, let me think. Nothing too big in my brain. I mean, things I've read recently, just finished listening to a book called The Paper Magician. Not sure how I felt about it. Um, but classes are eating me alive, so... That's kind of been my, oh, 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 yeah. So if you get a chance, if you can get a chance to like support us on Patreon, you guys should really try to listen to um, Haley's campaign uh, I, I for will, Curse of Strahd. I will go because over it is so that much fun. in my final thought. Don't worry. That's like, that was the first thing that popped into my head. Like, oh my God, Curse of Strahd. So <laughs> good. So much fun. The demon baby. Uh, I'm also making the first episode will go live relatively shortly after this goes live for... So, this will go to patrons tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, the 13th, and I will put the first episode of The Curse of Strahd up for everybody on the 13th as well. Yes, you should definitely listen uh, listen to the first episode. It's so much fun. There's also we video content for the later ones, although the video content yeah. is us sitting around being lazy bums, so just fair warning. Yeah, but it, like, let's be honest, this was a really fun first uh, first. Uh, night of it yeah so that died that sentence died yeah so if you would like to stay up to date with everything that we do just type in layer of lore into your favorite search engine what comes up is probably us we are on facebook twitter uh probably google plus youtube literally our own website layer of lore.com as layer of lore so you can find us pretty much everywhere if you really like what we're doing here and want to help us keep doing it, please check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash lore, where you can get access to stuff like the extra bits, the stuff before and after every podcast, which is uncensored and goofy, the after souls, mm -hmm. which is the same for our D&D sessions. You can get access to Haley's D&D only, uh, po or Patreon only uh, podcast. You can get everything we do 24 to 48 hours early. 
the Derpy Puppy Feed, which is a series of randomly timed videos and pictures of my idiot dogs being idiots, because they do it all They're the so time. They're so cute, though, and so stupid. Uh, and... If you really love what we are doing, just about every week we do a cooking show on this same Twitch channel, which, by the way, also please consider following. It's twitch.tv slash Lair of Lore. Uh, every Saturday we do a cooking show. If you really like what we're doing, you can support us on our uh, Gourmand of the Lair tier, where we will ship you some of the food that we are making every week. We'll basically do a big batch and send it all to you at the very end of the month. Uh, fair warning that those prices are still fluctuating. We are keeping them at a level because I would rather eat the cost of shipping for the first few attempts than makes people suffer through it if we want to decrease it. So just sure. so you're aware, it may increase if it is if it is more popular or costs more to do than we have already been quoted at. So just fair warning. Has the candy video gone up yet? Uh, sort of. The unedited, okay. the unedited one is sort of up, but apparently is a little bit broken, so I need to go fix it. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking as someone who got to enjoy some of said candy, it was delightful. Thank you very much. You're so, welcome. we will see you all next week. Remember that we stream this live every Wednesday on our Twitch channel, and we're streaming live every week, every day on our Twitch channel, different things every day, and that's about what I got, so see ya. See you next time.